No, look it up. Look it up, Joe. Please look up. Yeah, I'll be the mediator uh, here. That's my job on the podcast. Kim Kardashian hosted Saturday Night Live like a hot month and a half, two months ago. She was on uh, one month ago. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, Evan, you need to quit drinking. (laughs) (laughs) You do have a problem. Alex and I really have been talking about it a lot. Um, no, all right. Wait, this is a this is a podcast that celebrates handsome men. We celebrate anything handsome men do. We we talk quite a bit about handsome men. I don't get it with Pete Davidson. That's one. It's over my head. Uh, I love a, I love a sexy man. That one. I, I'm I'm not seeing it, ladies. I don't I, get it. I I kind of get it. I, <laughs> I kind of get it. I'm not There's, even being on some hater shit. He just looks like a dude at a gas station. They they make a lot of all him. right. All right, time out. So you got to think. One, he's a troubled. He's a troubled young man. Okay. Uh, he's about six foot three. Know, he's yeah. He's six. He's, he's tall. Like, he's, he's a tall. tall. He's a tall young man. He actually has a halfway decent smile. Um, rich. He's got a good and, smile. Rich. And rich. He's rich. Also, uh, shout out to all the funny guys. He's funny. <laughs> all right. That's. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. All that's that, just, that can take a four up to. All that can take a four up to an eight. I'm just confused as to how he, he how he snuck into the top tiers because uh, he's been he's been getting he's been doing his rounds. He also has tattoos. He's tattoos tattoos. Don't forget that. Also, the man probably has the confidence of a fucking bullfighter. I, yeah. I, like I don't. There's he's a that white man him. that's kind of funny from Long Island, New York or Staten Island, New York. There's I mean he's also his dad died. Like I mean, th- what do you mean? He's a he's, it's a perfect combo. For, that's true for that yeah. i guess guys with shitty tattoos that girls think that they can work on them that's you do you do you definitely do uh, he probably could have got well. kim kardashian without the money <laughs> i wasn't really trying to talk about hot gossip right now but you know like you know i guess uh i guess that what you guys are actually what's kind the, of intrigued what's by the this. age gap there uh he's like what 19 <laughs> yeah I, I mean i think he's like yeah Evan, he's like you, all right you know exactly what his age is yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. For some reason, he hops on to like every single one of like my explore pages. Like he's on my for you page on TikTok all the time. He's on my Instagram page all the time. Literally, I'm on Twitter all the time. He's on my YouTube all the time. And for the for the life, I've never searched this man's name a day in my life. But he is literally on every single I mean, one of my things. So if we're if we're talking about similarities, though, I mean, what are you having? You're uh, you're six two. You're also about the same build as him. Probably a little more meaty. Um, got, got a little more muscle on you. But you also have shitty tattoos and your dad died. So, I mean, the <laughs> algorithms. <laughs> there's only so much they can yeah. do. <laughs> You're kind of funny. <laughs> you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> with my parents. <laughs> also, I googled it. Uh, Pete Davidson is 28. Kim's 41. Would y'all uh, be actively dating a bad 41-year-old? Of course. Uh I mean, she's like a billionaire, isn't she? Yeah, it's an easy question. The answer is yes. (laughs) All right. Let's introduce Um, it and let's get into this. I just want to say before we introduce it, everything I've learned about the Kardashians has been on on accident. I've never, just just while we're here, just I've never learned anything by them on purpose. It's because someone else has put it in front of my face. I've never sought out. I never wanted to keep up with anything the Kardashians (laughs) are doing. That's all I want to say. Same thing. Unless it's involved OJ. Unless it's involved OJ. Then I'm intrigued. Same thing with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. 
on God, I that I just Googled Kim to see what her age was, and that was the first time that's ever happened. I didn't even have a recommended search for it. <laughs> also, that's not her real age. There's no way that's her real age. Everything about that family's been fake as hell. She has to be at least 56. <laughs> hey, how old is Tracy Ellis Ross? That, that she's stuck at 32, and that's a, that's okay. She's been 32 now for the last 37 years. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, podcast. Yeah, introducing. This is uh, <laughs> this is a no relation podcast. Bruiser Brigade. The dope game stupid, but the boys still do The dope game stupid, but the boys still do The dope game stupid, but the boys still do The fiends up the block and all the rules still shoot The dope game stupid, but the boys still do The dope game stupid, but the boys still do The dope game stupid, but the boys still do The fiends up the block and all the rules still shoot Yes, the riots is over, but Detroit still loses We be ballin', rims big, we can't miss like we hoopin' Bitch, I'm number one, but this a two cause I'm hoopin' Like we spooning Four fifth line leave you clip But that's grooming And you watch your man Wipe that bitch like a grooming And you knew then Nigga everybody hit her But when I hit her I bought her son some chicken tenders And a fidget spinner She said woof you're bagging off Them bands came in hand Just like jacking off Listen she's in limbo I'm in the back of a limo With her kinfolk She a freak she let me be Instrumental Instrumental He got in the window And that's none Well maybe you fools Will get that line in about a month But back to these lanes Giving up the connect on the on Instagram talking about they club name and those are stupid you can indict about the fans <laughs> those stories get made up like bears just like oh, yeah bears. the game starts where it ends so if you get caught don't you talk like an imaginary friend the, the, the dope game stupid but the boys still do the dope game stupid but the boys still do the dope game stupid but the boys still do Tracy Ellis Ross looks really good <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, she looks, looks fantastic really, yeah, real looks good Instagram really follow good. by the way Oh, I know. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Just just quality time sometimes out of your day. It's like you're with her sometimes. Is it toxic that I... There's like hella people... Uh, women like Tracy Ellis Ross on Instagram. I, I definitely like... I swore off following bad girls on Instagram. I decided not to do that anymore and unfollow them all. But there's a lot that I search pretty regularly, her being one of them. <laughs> I don't even have to type it in anymore. It just knows every time I go to the search bar. <laughs> Sometimes Siri suggests is like, hey, it's that time you search up Tracy Ellis Ross. It's like 2.30 on Wednesday. You want to... <laughs> You just want to check her story real quick? <laughs> Not just that. It's the, besides, like, the random thirst straps I'll post, like, every two weeks, it's just a, just a just been a beautiful thing to look at every single day. Like, oh, my God. It's like she's on a magazine cover, like, almost every other week, too. Just quality and authentic. That's, that's, you know, that's something you don't see every day. Yeah. You know? What were we talking about? Oh, this is a No Relation podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um... This is, uh, I don't know what episode, man. This is, uh, this is Alex. I type it in. I type it in every week. It's episode 118. This is Joe. Yep, episode 227. This is Evan. For, I don't see anything on this here screen, Joe. Whatever. Okay. Should we start uh, over? <laughs> should we start over? I think we should start over on the episode count. I'm fine. Should we? That. We need. I don't even we know need... why we're counting. We're going to have to delete the podcast eventually, so. Yeah. Well, this is high key, uh. You know the 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 distance the the, the distance we've gone 
um, considering this has generally been a weekly podcast and the fact that uh, we're at 118 and, um, you know, haven't haven't figured out how to do this on Zoom yet uh, says a lot. No, we tried. We tried. I gave that a value effort one day. Did we? Did we try? Well, Did we, came we really try? That the laptop I've had that got made in 2006 is not capable of using a webcam, so... That's true. That's fair. You did that. You did. Uh, you did communicate that to the group. I appreciate that. The phones that we're currently using are working and properly. So I don't. I also, mean, you have to pay to record audio tracks on uh, on Zoom. All right, I got it, baby. What you want? <laughs> hey, that SoundCloud sixteen ninety nine a month is actually it's really added up. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. All right, Joe. I I can do uh I can do the Zoom one. I'll do Zoom. That's fine. How much is Zoom? How much is Zoom? It can't be much, Evan. Hmm? I I I just <laughs> I'm honest. I saw that it cost money. I just went ahead and exited out. Shit's probably seventy five cents a year. Did you go to Tracy Ellis Ross's Instagram page? <laughs> did, did I, Alex? I follow her. What? Why do I have to? <laughs> her, her post notifications are on. What? Why do I have to go? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh yeah, I'll pay that. I don't mean I, don't, I actually now that I think about it, I don't even want to look at the price tag. It doesn't matter to me. Perfect. Really excited for you. Uh, speaking of that, so you want to you want to get into that? Alex made the big move. Alex is now in the Big Apple. Big Apple Alex. Um, Amex Taylor. I like Big Apple Alex more. Okay. <laughs> I don't like either. You like big. You like Big Apple cousin or Big cousin Apple? Big cousin Apple's pretty solid. <laughs> Big cousin Apple. All right. <laughs> yeah. So how was the how was the move? How how are you settling in? Um, what's the what's the situation in New York? Uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a big city. This is a big city. That's all I got. That's about the equivalent <laughs> back when I was that you that said like, "Hey, Chicago's kind of windy." I think that was you. It's really windy in Chicago. Chicago it's, is windy. <laughs> it's like super windy in Chicago. Not like Dayton, but like yo, Chicago's pretty windy. Um, nah, all right. All jokes aside, uh, yeah, I'm I'm in um, I'm in uh, I'm in New York now. I'm a New Yorker. What borough are you um, representing? I'm a uh, well, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's a big ass borough, though. So oh, you're Flatbush. Flatbush is a part of Brooklyn. Um, and it's just, it's a weird area because it's just filled with black people, but none of them are poor. And I, (laughs) (laughs) and I, I forgot, I guess I didn't know there's parts of America that like that, that still existed. So I'm really happy about it. Those are uh, the best places by a lot, actually. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, there's like nothing. I have yet to see one white person in this neighborhood. And also I'm yet to see like any sort of ratchetness. It's amazing. This is, it's an incredible area. Uh, it is pretty nice. Lots of Jamaicans and stuff. Uh, I don't know. The only the only thing that I've had to learn that's been tough, honestly, like, I mean, nothing's I, – I, I think that's the mis- mis- misconception for New York is people thinking that it's hard, people thinking that the people are aggressive and stuff like that. I, I really don't think that's the case. Uh, the only thing is you have to learn how to walk again. Oh, my God. Um, and I, I <laughs> that's the that's the hardest part is like you actually don't know how to walk. And 
Like driving, I get like at why everybody's scared of driving and whatnot and blah blah blah. Like, but no, no one knows how to drive either, so that's fine. You can get away with not being able to drive, but you you can't not know how to walk, and that's uh, uh, that's the hardest part for me so far. That's a uh, you haven't been there for that long, but that's people are always like New Yorkers are so aggressive. Stop stopping in the middle of the sidewalk. That's why they're aggressive. People have places to be, and you probably like, oh, is that a bakery? No, stop it, stop it. Keep walking. <laughs> Just keep walking. <laughs> not only that, not only that, but like you can keep walking, but you have to walk with confidence. And there's also a right side of the sidewalk that you're supposed to walk on and it's not always the side that you're supposed to be on that's correct <laughs> yeah and it's 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 exactly and i can't describe it any more than that and you're supposed to jaywalk um and that's that's another part that it's 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 hard like there's there was there's been a couple of times like cars will honk at you for not jaywalking correct um, <laughs> they're and, confused <laughs> yeah so it's just it's it's weird it's a weird place how was uh how was moving? How would you say this moving? Because I've moved. Evan was there uh, when we all moved into our new apartment. We all helped each other move out of our old places. It's no, one of the darkest days no, in our didn't. friendship. No, to hey, be honest, wait, 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 let me stop right there. We didn't help each other move out. <laughs> the only thing we helped with was that couch that you got from like a kill shelter at like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess the help was that we shared a U-Haul. That's all that yeah. really. <laughs> the couch that people used. To like sit on while grieving over the fact that they just killed Lassie in the room next door was uh, the couch that we used in college. That was the only thing that we collectively helped on. After that, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, it was, it was just uh, crabs in a bucket for the most part. Like we weren't, <laughs> we weren't helping at all. You guys let me throw shit off my balcony on my old. Yeah, okay, so uh, yeah, Evan, you can uh, corroborate this story. Let. Is not the right word. <laughs> you got you got down two. You got down the second flight of stairs on the first trip, and we're like, "Do I even need this shit? I don't want to do this anymore." We had a perfectly good TV stand. You're just like, "No, fuck it. I'm gonna throw this off the off the ledge." And then me and Joe had to go buy a new one. <laughs> that fit the a whole. We had a whole IKEA trip. You know how you know how daunting an IKEA trip is. An IKEA trip takes six and a half hours on a good day when you're looking for one thing. And Evan and I had to do that because you decided to take your perfectly good TV stand and yeet that shit off the third story of your apartment building just because you got tired on the first trip of moving shit. Most therapeutic thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) Next to finishing a bottle of New Amsterdam by myself. That was the most therapeutic thing I've ever done. Um, I... So, for this move, I kind of took some of your advice, Joe, but not all of it. Um... I picked my favorite appliances and I, I packed those first. Uh, and then I also, I took, I took some of my clothes. Evan, you'll appreciate this. Some of the clothes got left behind and it was the clothes uh, that I got from about, fr- you know, freshman, sophomore year of college. And Thank those God. got left behind. Well, the thing is, that's um, not from your freshman, sophomore year of college. It's more so like from your like freshman, sophomore year of high school. Like you've been wearing the same shirt slash like shorts for the past like 10 years. And the thing is, they don't fit you, but you still will wear it out with a smile on your face. Like, yeah, th- you know what? If there's one thing I've learned from you over the years, Alex, is that confidence is really key. Because I saw you do really well in the same three shirts for five years, and it was <laughs> fascinating to me. 
they got a little tighter and a little shorter on you every 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 weekend. <laughs> I knew and yet that you did fine, and I was it was pretty remarkable to watch. To be honest, I knew that looks was not everything when this man pulled up to the same bar that we go to all the time, just wearing just the McDonald's. I'm loving this shirt. Just <laughs> I I didn't do that. Did I really? See, look, you have to question it. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> Anyways, so I left those clothes behind. Um, I uh, I picked like some of my favorite outfits, uh, which means I picked my favorite pair of jeans and like my other ambiguous t-shirts, uh, and I brought those here. And I pretty much have just started fresh. Um, I will I will say I also took your advice on the couch. I bought a three hundred dollar couch off Wayfair. That was the Thank best God. thing I ever did. Thank God. Was it was uh, like shipped to and, you and everything? Yeah, it came in like three boxes. Yeah, perfect. Is it like a futon? And also, like when I or like what? It's like one of those like really nice futons. Here, wait. I'll show you guys. This is it right here. Yeah, uh, for the viewers listening, this is a great couch. It, oh yeah. Uh, it, it, it. <laughs> this, this belongs in the waiting area of any therapist's office. <laughs> um, and it's uh, it gets the job done. It's like a faux sectional. It folds out so that it's like kind of turns into a day bed. Um. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty solid. Is it yeah. like, is it comfortable uh, I, enough to where like, if a guest comes over to sleep over, they're not going to sleep over next night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's you uh, go. if you're staying for a weekend, that second night you're going to be like, yeah, look, I, it's time for me to go home because I need some <laughs> sort of actual mattress, and that's it's perfect. That um, is perfect. Yeah. No, so I have anyone ever out there like the looking for like? Couch. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying I have the same type of couch, but I paid sixteen hundred for it and was in debt for about eight months because of that. So you did the right thing. Yeah, I mean this is small, and I'm really excited to throw it away when I'm moving out. Yeah, as a as a person that sold furniture before, like if the the couch that costs sixteen hundred, it's relatively the same as the one is three hundred, unless you're getting something. Oh, unless you're getting something over the uh, over about the two thousand dollar range, it's not going to change in quality. Well, so I mean, Joe's sixteen hundred dollar couch is definitely more comfortable. I, I, I'm, I'm be honest with you. I can make the argument. It probably isn't. Well, I haven't, I haven't been able to put my ass on his, on his couch. Yeah, but. it's, it's, it's probably more comfortable, but it's not, te- it's not thirteen hundred more comfortable. That's for damn sure. This one is like, uh, if I have a day of depression, it's going to be super comfortable. There you go. That's all you need from a couch. You don't want your couch to be too comfortable because then you stay your ass inside too much. That's true. Yeah, you need your hips to hurt. Yeah. After two hours, after you can't put on a second movie. That's how good your couch needs to be. <laughs> yeah, I wa- I watched the Ohio State game on this couch and my neck started to hurt, which was weird because I wasn't laying down. <laughs> so <laughs> so it was, I was like, this is perfect. This is great. Uh, but yeah, everything else, this whole uh, apartment has been uh, sponsored by Jeffrey Bezos. Uh, shout out to uh, <laughs> Jeffrey B for uh, furnishing the rest of this apartment. Um, yeah, I don't know what you guys, Amazon is not that bad. I mean, I get like, you know, they're monopolizing and stuff like that. But, you know, sometimes we just have to give in to what God is creating. So uh, shout out to Amazon. Shout out to the Amazon Rainforest. Uh, it will be a warehouse one day. Um that's correct. Yeah. Two day shipping. <laughs> I bet. Uh any uh <clears throat> any thoughts on um New York uh just uh general culture and 
Like, have you have you gone to your first bodega yet? Um, has a homeless person approached you and uh, with his dick out yet? Any any New York shit like that? No, I the bodega across the street. Uh, I got a six pack from it, and there was only four in it. And then he yelled <laughs> at a guy in the back to bring two more beers to put into it. So, um, lovely time. I've I've seriously I haven't had any any struggles. There hasn't been any weird. I mean, there's weird people on the subway, but I mean, like they don't. I don't. You guys, I, all right. So you guys do it. Understand, like Joe and Evan. You guys are both what we're both. We're all above the height of six feet, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm, you have to start thinking. There's calculated risk when it comes to fucking with us. I mean, like I, we we lived in a we lived in a apartment in college that was in the shittiest area of the school, mm-hmm. um, and zero issues, just zero. I don't like. I, I mean, I've never had an issue with anybody, and that's why I was like, everybody. You say was we saying, had like, zero we issues. Just... There was a night where three groups of people tried to fight us. Tried. Did they? Yeah, tried. Yeah. It's, the, it's the operative <laughs> word right there. They tried. They thought about it. They assessed it. Uh, and honestly, you, it. you were just, one of y'all texted me, like, looking back on those nights, we deserve to be fought. It's not like we It's not like we weren't asking for it. Just looking at the way we were dressing and acting, we absolutely deserve to be fought, and yet nobody did it, because like Alex said, there was a calculated risk there, and even though we absolutely deserve to get, you know, beat up a little bit. Um, nobody tried it because they knew it probably wouldn't end well for them. And that's, that's one uh, of the guys did calculate the risk. He was like, I can get my friends real quick. If you guys want to wait around for a second. You guys remember that? Yeah, <laughs> he did say that he came out of nowhere too. He was like, Hey, y'all want to fight? <laughs> He's like, like, wait, us three against you. He's like, you want me to call my friends? And I was we were like, what? <laughs> yeah. I love masochism and everything, but <laughs> there's no situation where you should be walking up to a group of three men, all that are the same size as you trying to fight with no backup plan. <laughs> also, uh, that, that six foot thing, I'm, I'm five foot eight, depending on who asked me. Who's asking that? Okay, no need right, to dig deeper I, into what, that. Okay, yeah. So New York's cool. Uh, question for you guys: you, you guys ever coming to visit uh, Big Cousin and the Big Apple? Deadass, if I didn't already have New Year plans, <laughs> I got a couple of friends I could do rounds with in New York, and it's been I'm a little bit overdue. All of them are in Brooklyn now, too, actually, or at least most of them are. Yeah, I don't think I'm terribly far from your one friend that's here. Yeah. No, nah, uh, I would. New York is a perfect place to spend a weekend um, because you can kind of do whatever you want, depending on the friend that's visiting. Like if you want pure debauchery, you can do that. If you guys just want to get some nice lunch and, and eat, eat in a park, that's also a thing. If you want to go to museums like there's that, uh, you know, if you want to there's there's a lot to do. Also, you guys, I, I think that's another misconception. If you just want to live and just not fuck with anybody too, you can simply do that. Like yeah. it's it's like it's like that's completely possible. I I was really under the impression of like when I moved here, like it would just be like, you know, I wouldn't have any space to do anything. Everything would be kind of like cramped up and stuff. Not at all. If you just not, if you just want to sit in your apartment and not do shit, you're completely able to. Yeah. Everybody talks about how expensive the shit is, but your your really lifestyle not. is what becomes expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> You're I making that to, decision. I walked to Aldi's and spent considerably less of money I've ever spent on groceries ever. 
All these are the shit. All these deserves. All these light skin of the week. All all these light skin of the millennium. I've only lived yeah. in a couple of places where there was an Aldi readily available. All these is is a, is a beautiful magical place. It's like the only place that goes like you want dish soap. Why is it six dollars there? Come here, I give it to you for two dollars. Name brand. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Take it. <laughs> you do have to deal with the cashiers uh, literally cussing you out. But I mean, it's that's kind of fun. That's that's part of the. In most cases in grocery stores, I'm surprised I'm not being cussed out. <laughs> and people need to be cussed out more in groceries. I swear to God, the next person that puts all their shit on the bed, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go run and grab something. I'll be right back. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, all these, you can't do that shit. They will simply just throw all your stuff into the garbage. They won't put it back on the shelves. They'll just put it in a trash can and say, like, if you want it, go take it. But it's, it's going to the trash. And yeah. They're picking up here in the next couple minutes, so hurry. And you're going to have to come back and pay for it. Um, but you guys have any more questions about the New York here? Evan, would you come visit your brother? Um, so I actually have to upgrade the um, the thing that we used to record this podcast on. That's going to cost me a little bit of money. Um, after I do that, I'm going to have to file for bankruptcy. Um, but once I have that, I'll sort mm-hmm. it out. That sounds like you're coming next weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, either next weekend or... There's a lot of broke niggas in New York. That's another thing. <laughs> Another huge misconception. You have to have money to be here. Absolutely not. There are so many niggas that are broke in New York. In fact, most are. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's just another thing that I've noticed here. Yeah, I'll either come uh, next weekend or some like probably fall of 2023. Okay. Sounds good. Um, anything else? Love to hear it's it. It's exciting. Now we have now we have correspondence on each end of the of the country. That's correct. Um, we have a Hawaii correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> Evan, he's our uh, Midwest correspondent as well. That's This is great. We got this shit locked down. We're very yeah. bi-coastal, covering all the airwaves. We have the pulse of the country. That's what it is. Correct. From fucking Hawaii to Alaska to New York to the middle stuff, wherever we're. To Dayton, Ohio, which is probably most important. That's the heart, that's the heart of the podcast. <laughs> that is the, it's, the, <laughs> it's the lifeblood for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I did just sit down and realize that I'm the only one left of our friend group in uh, in Ohio, and you were the first one to leave, which is fascinating. <laughs> hey, uh, me and me and Corey were actually talking about you a little bit ago. Um, you know, we, we're gonna have, we're gonna devise a plan to get you up out of there. Okay, buddy, we got it. <laughs> Evan, I, okay, that, I'm not even trying to make it hot for you, but there is nobody that has a more tangible difference in their general aura and happiness than you do when you are not in Ohio. <laughs> seeing you in Ohio and seeing you literally anywhere else is is a night and day difference, and I can't describe that to you enough. You're at least three inches taller. You're goddamn glowing. Just <laughs> glowing with both handsomeness and confidence. You're just radiating happiness. <laughs> and in Ohio, you literally look like you're living inside a stormy cloud. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I want I to see the glowing, Evan. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I think I'm the same in Ohio. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. Not gonna let you do that one there, Betty. I re- I thought everything because uh, Joe saw you one time outside the country in Australia, and uh, I thought everything he was saying was like, yeah, he's just making jokes, blah blah blah. I saw you in Toronto, and I swear to God, I've known you for what? What? How long? At least seven, seven months now. You looked completely different, nigga. I had no idea who the fuck that nigga was. You over. 
you I don't know if uh, did you change outfits in the club? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think you wore the same outfit that you wore to the club. You you change outfits there. Like it was it was it was night and day. You're hard to keep up with. Like it's <laughs> it's Joe, you've tried keeping up with, with this man when he's not like in the, hey, hey, in the No, dead ass. <laughs> again, not trying to make it hot on you Evan, but dead ass. There was there was one to the when I saw Evan in Australia, I wholly couldn't keep up with him. We talked, we were around each other for maybe eleven minutes, and then we separated because we knew we were just on different wavelengths, and it was a bad idea to be around each other. The last time we had a, like a squad trip, I went out of my way. I said, you know what, I'm gonna try. I'm, <laughs> I took one night, and I was like, I really am. I'm gonna try and keep up with Evan because him and I were t- kind of talking in the first place. Like maybe I can do it this time. Maybe I can keep up with Evan. Maybe I can. Maybe I can really pull it if I concentrate and I focus and I stretch. Then I might be able to pull this off. I wasn't even fucking close. I was. I was. My head was below the water. I was drowning. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I couldn't even. I, I made it work for like an hour and a half. I was exhausted. I was tired. I was beat up, and I couldn't do it. And Evan was gone. <laughs> I lost him. Je- Treading water just in, in the vicinity is hard. It's, yeah. it was, it's hard to just keep your head above water. It's exactly. Hard. That night in question, the only things I remember is, like, I remember walking inside of the one function. Uh, I actually walked outside to throw a projectile. Um, looked at the same guy to, like, watch me throw up. Walked right past him, who was the I mean, the security guard at the, at the gate or whatever. He let me walk right back in, and then I looked at a good view of the crowd. It was black, and the next thing I remember, I was in a car with um, I, what I thought was uh, one of our friend's brothers, and someone was driving us, and he's like, yeah, it's okay, we're going to get you home, so... That's another thing. Somehow you make friends with weird niggas and they just be- start becoming your disciples. <laughs> <laughs> On God, Evan. <laughs> I'd love to tell this story because I, I don't think that people believe me. <laughs> but I, everything I'm saying is 100% factual. I walk up to Evan. Evan was 6'7 in the club. I've, ne- I've never seen anything like it. Motherfucker was wearing a turtleneck, was covered in lipstick. <laughs> I swear to God, I walked up. This is my roommate. This is my good friend. I'm pretty sure the first thing he said to me was, what's up, little nigga? (laughs) I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that's what you said. And then as we were talking, one of your little friends came up to you and kind of tugged on your shoulder and was like, hey, Evan, I'm going to I'm going to go get drinks. Do you want to do you want to drink real quick? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he just re- re- skirt, you know, scurried away and then came back with a drink. You didn't even make eye contact with him when he brought it back. You just kind of <laughs> took it out of his hand and kept talking to me. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> And, and then there was like a couple eight minutes, of them. we didn't even, Evan and I didn't, it was just like in the airport when he ditched each other. We had this nonverbal conversation where it's like, all right, it's time to just leave each other alone. We never said, hey, let's split up. We literally were just like, all right, uh, I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. And well, that was the last time I saw you for another couple airport. months. Yeah. But anyway, who so was, we, we got to get you up out of there. Who was it that said that uh, me and you not talking? It, it was Alex. He said me and you not talking to, uh, to each other at the... In Australia, that should be something we discuss with a therapist. I think that was Alex's that. No, it's not a therapist. It's a psychological experiment that needs to be discussed. That's up there with that one uh, experiment where they put like a bunch of just regular people in a jail just to see how they would act. It's the same thing. I'm really the Stanford prison experiment. Like you, you guys need to do the same shit. Like that, that, that. It's fascinating. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> that we... two people that have known each other for that, that have grown very fond of each other, grown in experience, uh, were going through growing pains in college, 
arguably probably best friends going to another country to explore and just didn't even want to see each other <laughs> as soon as they touched into the, another country. That's fascinating. Are you kidding me? You guys didn't even plan to get lunch. You guys didn't talk. <laughs> Not once. Now, my favorite part is that the feeling was unbelievably mutual. <laughs> I'll be honest. And I like, did the first. I did the first ditching because we got to we got to the part where you had to like you know check in your passport basically, and um, you know I scanned mine and got through right away. And then Evan, I don't know if you're like you got stuck. Or you had to go on a different line, but basically there was like I was like, all right, I either have to wait for him here for twenty minutes or I just keep going. And I was like, honestly, I think he's gonna be fine. I just I just like I don't know. I was nervous. I was like, I don't think we need to like be with each other at this point, and we're about to go our separate ways anyway. So why not? And I left. And then Evan got through, and we were at baggage claim, and we were both waiting for our bags. And Evan's bag came right out, and then he was like, oh, do I wait for Joe? And he was like, absolutely not. And he, he went on his merry way while I was still waiting for my bag for like 15 more minutes. And then we get to the lobby of the airport. We're both waiting for our ride. And I see Evan through the crowd standing about 15 feet away from me. And we we're both waiting for a ride. We could have said, "Hey, so you know, it's good to we see gave you." Maybe I'll talk to you soon. That was it. We just—I think yeah. at that point we just knew. We, yeah, it's our—it's our time. Yeah, we—we got our own separate journeys to go on. I'll see you on the other side, Doug. Also, I rem- also mind you, like we were at like a, we went to like maybe three different events in Australia where we just all we had to do was simply text each other, maybe just even <laughs> turn around a little bit. <laughs> Dead there was there was multiple nights where I would get back, I would watch Evan's story and be like, on God, I literally think I was standing behind this man this whole evening. <laughs> I would see you post stories in like three separate places, like a fucking, you know, like somewhere in the city getting lunch and then at a bar and then at a club. All three of those places I went to in the same order around the same time, but I just never saw your ass. Um, I FaceTimed both of you, I think. Like, as soon as you guys both got there, and I just didn't think too much about it, but, because I think I asked Devin, I was like, yeah, did you, did you, like, see Joe? And he was like, yeah, we, we kind of just lost each other at the airport, and I was like, oh, okay. He was like, did you, have you talked to him? So he was like, no. I was like, all right, well, I, that, well, <laughs> and uh, Joe, you said the same thing, because I think I talked to you, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I talked to both of you while I was in Spain more than you guys talked to each other. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. That's easily. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the first text I got from Evan was about six weeks in. I get a text out of the blue from Evan. I was like, oh, I wonder if he wants the link. He just said, you need to fuck somebody while listening to Seal. And that was it. <laughs> I was like, oh, word. He's like, yeah, trust me. That was the that was the whole conversation. Then we didn't talk for another three weeks. Why was I FaceTiming you guys? I don't even remember that. <laughs> I was half the time when you FaceTime me, you were normally not in the most coherent of spaces. Um, we actually would have like just very long winded conversations and you would just be you like either FaceTime me while you're walking through like what looked to be like a a, a Nazi um occupied neighborhood or something like that. Or... <laughs> <laughs> you you weren't yeah, in like I did the get a best lot of, of FaceTimes from you. I got a lot of FaceTimes from you at a very confusing times because more often than not, it'd still be dark, but it'd be dark in Australia, and I'd be like, I don't, how is that possible? <laughs> I think, I, I remember, I think it's because, like, when I was done at the clubs at, like, fucking 6.30, that was, like, when you guys were either waking up or, like, was just completing the day. Well, that's the I thing, waking up, it'd be, like, 4.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I don't know. I think about that sometimes to think about how that'll never happen again, which is really fun to think about, but it doesn't need to happen again. 
No, I don't. Yeah, I probably not at this age. I couldn't survive. I was twenty when we did that, um, and I uh, I made it through. But I definitely had to be nursed back to health when I arrived in the states again. Um, I de- I definitely could never do what I did then again and be okay. My favorite thing is when they describe culture shock when you get to the country. And my only thing was I had culture shock when I got home. <laughs> the I, culture I shock get- coming home is some is some is some shit, bro. That was some shit. My first night out in Ohio, I was like, I, I might actually cry in the club. <laughs> I actually did. I think I popped a quick tear. I was just like, this is what life is actually supposed to be like. Like, this is where we're at. Mind you, I was, I was, yeah. I was in the same drip I was wearing like in Australia when I went out in Ohio. I'm just like standing there like, wait a second. This is something's off. It's like it's like when your phone dies a little bit sooner than it's supposed to. It's like I don't know how to describe the feeling, but like it's just not like a good feeling. It's like when you don't eat all day and all you had was pizza at the end of the day. It's I, I don't know how to describe the level of uncomfort I felt, but it was that. God. Going out in Walmart or I'm sorry. That fuck I ruined my analogy. God <laughs> damn it. Going out in Ohio is the equivalent of going to Walmart and expecting you're going to Whole Foods. Yeah, I think that's fair. I definitely remember when we got back, we're like, damn, like I got this confidence and this momentum I've never had in my life before after studying abroad. Hopefully I can carry that over to Ohio. Uh, and I remember the first night my expectations were high. I walked in. I literally was two steps in the pregame. I was like, this is not It's not even close to the same. <laughs> I just can't crack it here. It's not the same shit. Um, I only had culture shock once, and that was like when I was about to leave. Uh, I was really craving the fact that I needed to leave. And I, I was like, I would, there was only one time where I was just begging to be at, back at home. And it was like two weeks before I was about to leave where I was like, I my body physically couldn't go any further. So I was just like, I just need a Target. I need a super Walmart. And I need, <laughs> I need to buy one of those gallon jugs of water that is just, you know, like it's not supposed to be made for drinking straight out of, but I wanted to be an American and drink straight out of it because I was just every part of my body was lacking its essential functions. So that was the only time I was suffering culture shock. Yeah, I mean, culture shock in Australia is like, oh, instead of saying how are you doing, they say how are you going. That was <laughs> that was pretty much it. That was the only thing I struggled with. The, other than that, I, I felt like it fit like a glove. But definitely coming back was that was the real culture shock. Yeah, um, you guys want to talk about Paul Rudd being the sexiest man alive, real quick, and then we'll uh, get to our segments. Yeah. yeah. No. All right. Paul Rudd was voted sexiest man alive for the year twenty twenty one. Is that correct? I think that's what it was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we we do unbelievably little fact checking here. <laughs> you ever listen back to some of our old podcasts and be like, "Wow, all the information we presented wrong." <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. Paul Rudd named sexiest man alive. Perfect. Honestly, not a lot of complaints from me. I was hoping it'd be Lil Nas X, but you know, shout out Paul Rudd. No, Lil Nas X always... has plenty of time on the clock. I think Paul Rudd is a good call. For, for sexiest man alive, they usually choose someone like in their mid forties. I feel like that's usually Which is... like their call. <laughs> Which is peak performance male. That's your sexual prime for sure at uh, about 40, 40, 45. Is it really? Yes. Isn't that what the Viagra commercials are tailored for? Is like, yeah, but postmenopausal women are animals. <laughs> that's the difference. And that's also when you got the pepper gray in you, you know, like it's a little, 
little, a little bit more toned in the face if you haven't been, like, if you've been shooting your body right, you know? I always like Paul Rudd, though. That's why I was like, you know, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Paul Rudd. It looks like he's been 27 for the past, like, at least 30 years, so. He definitely has boyish charm for someone who's his age. He also uh, dated his step, uh, his, uh, his uh, stepsister in uh, that one movie. So, you know, good for him. He's the one that actually put that on the, uh, on the map. That's <laughs> he's the one That's that got the incest porn going? What? That's acceptable for his culture, though. Yeah. What did you say, Joe? <laughs> I said... <laughs> we'll let what Evan said breathe for a second. That was funny. Shit. <laughs> uh, I, I just... I, I said uh, that maybe he's the one that got incest porn going. The stepbro porn, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's the one. What was it? Miss Congeniality? Is that the movie he was in? I don't know. Something like that. I'm a, a Fuck, big fan. What was of it called? Red. Legally Blonde. That's what it was. Legally, legally blind? blonde. Blonde. Oh, legally blondes. Yeah. yeah. He's, that was Paul Rudd. Uh, yeah, that was Paul Rudd. And I think him. uh who else was in it? There's another nigga in it real quick. Was it Al Pacino's? You're thinking of Tropic me... Thunders. Danny DeVito. No, wait. I actually it might be Danny DeVito's. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito's in Legally Blondes? He actually might be. Uh, oh, it's called it's Clueless. It's Clueless. That's what it was. It's Clueless. Donald Faison, um, that nigga from Scrubs. I like uh, That's my, my favorite. Videos. I like I like forty year old virgins. Stacy Dash was in it. Stacy Dash was the other person that was in it. What movie are you talking about? <laughs> Clueless. You've never seen Clueless? No. No, nigga. <laughs> you never seen Clueless with uh, Alicia Silverstone? Who? <laughs> You're just making shit up now. Who are these people? No, no she's the protagonist. Okay. <laughs> I've never you keep heard naming of movies I've never seen with actors I've never heard of. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. You've about. heard of Paul Rudd, and you've uh, have you ever seen Scrubs? Yeah, because Paul Rudd was yeah. Ant Man. That's why I know about him. That was Ant Man. Ant Man's was Paul Rudd. Yeah, I thought that was Matthew McConaughey's. Don't don't disrespect Matthew McConaughey's like that. <laughs> don't you dare uh. be smirch the name of black woman and Matthew McConaughey's. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's is actually not that good of an actor. In my Stop opinion. it. Okay, let's go to Light Skin of the Week. Don't get his no, name No, 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 no. Matthew McConaughey is not that good of an actor. <laughs> and I will, I will die on this. He doesn't have He's to not be. not that good. He doesn't have to be. He's like George Clooney's. He doesn't have to be a good actor. <laughs> At least George Clooney has some range. When, was, when did Matthew McConaughey switch Stop. it up? Stop. You wait. Okay, but Matthew <laughs> McConaughey's... Matthew McConaughey's story is that he was literally at a bar once and he was sitting next to the director of a film and the director's like, I don't know who this nigga is, but you're my new lead character. <laughs> the other dude is fired. You're in tomorrow. Show up. Eight o'clock. All I hear is white privilege. <laughs> that's, that's correct. All I hear is just, yeah, that's all I hear. But is that not your dream that you're sitting at a bar in a cowboy hat and the director's like, you know what? You're a fucking star. <laughs> that's literally how most of the good opportunities in my life has happened to me anyways. But still, it's still white privilege. Whichever way you slice it. Matthew McConaughey is overrated. All right, light skin of the week.
Until he does blackface effectively. I don't want to hear it. All right. Uh, He's probably going to be in the dip set, Doc. Talk about uh, Tony Shalhoub. Uh, don't know. I was talking about uh, 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 Robert Downey's. That was a good movie. Who's Tony Shalhoub? Yeah. All right. Let's get in the week. <laughs> oh, we got to get back. I told y'all I like a man in uniform, but he likes me. Let's get in a week. Let's get in a week is just where we shout someone that might not be light skin, could be anybody. Um, You guys want to go ahead here? Yeah, I can go first. My uh, my light skin of the week is uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah. He's a wide receiver for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, former Oakland Raiders wide receiver, also Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver. Um, he uh, Recently, it was discovered um, that uh, Antonio Brown um, submitted a fake COVID-19 vaccination card in order to be eligible to play this year in the, uh, in the NFL, so he is unvaccinated. However, he fabricated a vaccine card and... Um, in in order to be eligible to play um and this uh news came out because um his uh personal chef was uh aggrieved because um they hadn't been paid for a while so they snitched on him um i think there's a lot of life lessons to be learned first of all um antonio brown has had a several severe concussions in his career um so i again it's just hearkening back to the point we make every podcast when we talk about football players and not getting vaccinated you are literally actively in an occupation that is going to make your brain turn into mush by the time you're 53 years old. But for some reason, the COVID-19 vaccination is where you draw the line. I don't get it. I'll never get it. Also, pay your personal chef, <laughs> especially if they got dirt on you like that. And Alex said it best in a group message. My personal, if I have a personal chef, they know they have all the tea on me. There's nothing that they don't know. They have everything on me. There's, there's no, there's, there's no tiptoeing around it. So you got to you got to take care of that person because they they got you in your darkest places. I'm exposing all the pillow talk and everything to my personal chef. There's a there's a certain magic someone has while stirring gumbo. Like I mean like you are going to say everything. Honestly, that should be an interrogation technique. <laughs> Just make that person's favorite food in front of them and see what happens. Deadass, if you're midway through making, like, a really good fucking char siu fried rice, and I'm just sitting there smelling it, waiting for you to cook it up, I'll tell you anything. <laughs> there is nothing that's off the off the, off the the map. There's nothing that is off the table when it comes to, you know, you preparing food for me that I know is going to be delicious, and I just got to sit there and wait for it. I'll tell you anything, before and after, and during. So, yeah, uh, shout out Antonio Brown. I hope he gets vaccinated. I think this story is hilarious. I'm not even trying to hate on him. I actually want him to have a decent career, uh, especially since he put his body on the line for my team for all those years. But that is some goofy shit. That is some goofy, goofy shit. Nev, you want to go ahead? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, my first one goes out to um, <clears throat> our old roommate. Um, he did our trial podcast with us before. I don't think those will ever see the light of day. Um, his name is Clement Coleman. Um, I recently reached out to him this past weekend, seeing if he was trying to do something, and he curved me. And um, rightfully so. Yeah, nothing I like more than when uh, just a close friend of mine uh, curves me for the weekend. Because I mean, it's not like I wanted to hang out with him that much, but like he, I think he read me. So shout out. Yep. Hey, that's that's true friendship. 
You you achieve a level of true friendship when somebody comes up with a semi fun plan and you're like, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> also, shout out to Clement because I remember he used to make really fun plans for us and not show up. <laughs> he would do that. We had more than one pedicure day that was completely the inception of it was all him, <laughs> and then he would just top not golf? come. Went to like top golf. We did like some like cute shit, like where we like tossed the football around and stuff. Like he just never showed up. Just it was all his idea. Yeah, so I, was, I called him too. He was active in one of our group chats. Just didn't didn't call me back. <laughs> didn't text back at all. So shout out. To- <laughs> That's my favorite. My favorite is when the writing's on the wall, and then they also just get back to you like two hours later. It's like, hey man, sorry, I'm just really busy. It was like I saw. We're in the- <laughs> Didn't even do that. Didn't this- call me. Didn't call me back. Didn't text me back. I, I haven't heard from the man. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> Literally proposed the trade to you in fantasy football, but didn't pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout, shout, I, shout out adult relations. I like that. Um, <laughs> uh, my second one is uh, Antonio Brown chef. <laughs> Why is that, Evan? Go ahead. Just, I mean, you need 10, if you need 10K, yeah, I would say you didn't get vaccinated. Also, apparently he also probably did get vaccinated. He was just trying to be messy. Yeah, I mean, they said that, cool. uh, they said he probably did, but I, the story is Check the database. <laughs> I actually got one. I really don't. To be honest, you guys, this has been a really tumultuous p- couple of weeks. If I'm being honest, I've been taxed. This is this is hard. <laughs> this has been hard. I haven't thought about this podcast at all. This is, my last skin of week goes out to all the people listening. How about that? Because <laughs> I keep getting told by some of you guys that we should try, and uh, we don't. So <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's something I'm going to start doing. So light skin of week goes out to myself, Alex, Amex, aka Amex Taylor. Um and uh, the listeners, so you guys, you guys are cool, I guess. Um and Paul Rudd, not and just albums. Not gonna. Okay, Evan and I will just we'll go fuck ourselves then. Um. Also, light skin a week. Oh, my bad. Real light skin a week goes out to Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Why for whooping your ass in fantasy this week? He made you his bitch this week in fantasy. He looked good while doing it. He did look. He uh, always does. Yeah. So, that's, actually, uh, that's, I would say of all the NFL players, a lot of people are doing too much. Cam Newton does too much. There's a lot of dudes where like they think they're fashion dudes. And they look like goofballs. I would every single outfit that Jalen Hurts has pulled up in, I would happily take off his hands. <laughs> I would, yeah, and I would take off him. Um, so yeah, shout out to Jalen Hurts, uh, handsome guy, light skin. Uh, yeah, you know, good. Good, good on him. I I don't like getting my ass whipped in uh, fantasy, but I would like to get my ass whipped by Jalen, so that's fine with me. Um, all right, you guys want to go to game of the week? You guys, uh, you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jail was fun for me. Okay. Unpopular opinion. Still don't go, bitches. I'm just saying, if you got to go, put your head up. It ain't that bad. And don't plea out. Fuck that. Take it to trial. Walk in there with your head high. Go buy you a briefcase. Don't even put nothing in it. Let them niggas know you came for business. Put your fucking empty briefcase on that desk. Good evening, Your Honor. It's going to be morning. It don't matter. Game of the week is just us giving advice you don't have to listen to. Um, Probably shouldn't listen to it either. Uh, My game of the week, for those that are listening, is just leave. Just leave wherever you guys are from. (laughs) 
whatever domicile is holding you captive, just go. Doesn't really matter if there's a job lined up. You could have one. I had one, but I don't suggest even having a job lined up. I think just do it. I think that's really a good game. We had an interesting conversation in the group chat about when you move places, the people are always like, oh, why'd you move here? I hate it here. That happened to me in Hawaii, dog. (laughs) Nobody likes where they grew up. So leave. You know what I mean? And don't be intimidated by, you know, if you move somewhere and people are saying, oh, why would you move here? I I can't stand it here. I can't wait to leave. That's okay. I'm not from here. (laughs) So this place is lovely to me. Anywhere you grow up, if you stay there, you're I, uh, in a way I'm envious because I wish that I could really fall in love with the place that I lived when I was young and never wanted to leave. It's just what a sweet, simple life you live. But uh, I think it's very important for you to pick up your shit and go every now and then because um, there's 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 too much shit to do. And uh, staying in your staying in your in the proximity of your hometown is just not it's not enough. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, I want. If you if you hate your hometown that much and you ask me coming to New York, why'd you leave Ohio to come to New York City? Um, I would like that whoever this is to just go to Dayton, Ohio for how long do you think they would need? About an hour and a half, Joe, before they say, uh, somewhere between of uh, somewhere between sixty and ninety minutes. You'll be on a Greyhound for eighteen hours just elated that you're not in Dayton, Ohio for an hour and a half. Couldn't just because you know there's greener pastures. As a Dayton, Ohio correspondent, I um I don't know if I agree with that because I have a, I've been having a glowing time here. You look awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's now that time of year where it gets dark at three thirty here. <laughs> Really excited for you. Um, it's actually it, it's a little too hot today. I put on sweatpants this morning and I couldn't. I had to um, pop those off because it's it's uh, it's eighty seven here, which is on the chillier side in general. But I could be uh, in Corning, New York. I don't. Alex went. How long? How long would you need to? How long did you need to stay in my hometown? <laughs> uh, Joe, I came from Dayton. Um, yeah, that's true. I could have. I could have <laughs> did. I could have did your hometown for a week. <laughs> Believe it or not, well, you, you, your, your hometown is also a little bit closer to the proximity to something that's better. So I could have did that for a little bit longer compared to going to Dayton, Ohio. And the best thing you could do is Dayton, Ohio is go to Cincinnati, Ohio. So, like, I don't know. Like, you, you went to Dayton once, right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Had to go there for work a few times. I didn't even stop to get coffee, by the way. <laughs> I was in a company car. They said, "Oh, yeah, you can leave at like noon. Just take the rest of the day. No big deal. Just drop the thing off, and then you know it's uh, you know, just make sure you drop the car back off. But uh, you know, go ahead, grab lunch, and hang out. It's no big deal. It's the last thing we need you to do today." I was in and out. I was back at the office in 22 minutes. I was, I was, I wanted no. I dropped that shit off and couldn't get back in that fucking company Prius fast enough. I wanted no parts of being in Dayton, Ohio. I thought maybe I'll stop and get a bagel or something. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Yep, yep. Thank you for at least uh, adding uh, evidence to what I'm saying. All right, you guys got anything else here? You guys good? I'm straight. All right, well, this was the No Relation Podcast. This is Alex. I'm saying bye. This is Joe signing off. Uh, Check us out on Instagram, YouTube. It's my week, so I imagine I'm actually going to put up some content. It will be mildly rewarding to check out uh, the social medias. Um, We don't do a good job keeping them updated. We have a lot of company talks about that. 
Um, they seem to really be productive in the moment and then uh, not a lot of tangible change there. So, um, you know, I, I think that's technically progress. Really good ideas in the background. We'll get to them one day. We have some really good ideas if we just start executing. I think that's what our uh, our goal, our New Year's resolution should be. Um, right after 2021 rap comes out, we should really focus <laughs> on just execution. Yo, oh, mine's going to be dog shit. On, <laughs> on, no, seriously, though, on God, I think we are one of the better groups of people when it comes to brainstorming that like exist in anything. <laughs> Oh, we, we have, have some a really bunch good of million ideas. dollar ideas. Not even about the this, podcast, just 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 in, just in general. Yeah, just in general. <laughs> the execution, the so subpar, it's unbelievable. Just terrible execution. But idea wise, we are we are up there with the best of them, and I, I'll, I'll put our ideas up against anybody. Yep. Samesies. Yep. This is Evan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Evan and Bad let me touch your cheek I will always love you Having your face hit Having your lips split By the one who loves you Real love, real love, real love Makes you once Watching the spirit